please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. Travel Tips Podcast listeners, welcome to the Daily Travel Tips Podcast. This is Kai speaking and I'm here again with Cassandra. Hi Cassandra, how are you? Very good, thank you. How are you? I am fine, thank you very much. We are, today is the 6th of November. We are yeah, at the end of the uh, Dia de los Muertos festivities. We had uh, quite a busy week. You more busy than, well, with that topic. Uh, I was a bit busy as well with, with other things, but that's not the topic of uh, today's podcast. Let's stick with that. The Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. We want to talk about that in preparation for next year, but as well as a, as a little summary of those days here in Playa de Carmen. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, who you are, where you come from, because I think this uh, plays an important role when we're talking about those festivities. And um, well, I will just let it to you and I will shut up. <laughs> well, I'm um, Cassandra, I'm the creative um, manager of the, the social media. Here at Kai Tours, yes. In Kai Tours, and I'm from a, a city beautiful colonial city in central Mexico. The state is called Michoacán and the city is called Morelia. And this, the central region is very, uh, the day of the dead is very popular, mm -hmm. very characteristic, very, the traditions is very uh, important or play an important role in the, in the, the culture there. Okay. And how would you, would you compare that to, to here and by the Carmen. You're living now here roughly a I've year? I'm living a year now and yeah. last year I didn't get to celebrate it because I was um, working at a hotel. Uh -huh. So this was my very first um, day getting to outside, getting to see um, the preparations and everything and it was different in the way that uh, here well we have the whole Mayan culture yeah. Um, so I didn't, I didn't have a clue about the Anal Pishan. Anal Pishan, that's Pishan. the Mayan uh, version of the uh, of the Day of the Dead, which is we were just talking about it, which is even more uh, or older, has more history, obviously, uh, in well here in this area rather than the, the Day of the Dead. Is the Day of the Dead something uh, the the colonists, the Spaniards brought, or were? Uh, What's the history of it? So, the Day of the Dead, um, it's been dated since like 3,000 years before. Wow. Uh, and then the colonials arrived and then they try to uh, Christianize the whole, uh, the, everybody. But in Central uh, Mexico, they did a little bit. They yeah. embraced uh, Christianity. But in this area, that even though I'm from Mexico, I, I haven't get to experience the whole like the Mayan culture and everything, and they didn't want to embrace it, but they, well, they accepted it, but with the condition of their own culture as well. Yeah, the Mayans you're referring the Mayans. to. Yeah. So they they use the cross, which is 
very Christian and as well as um, like a little, like a dress, a typical dress from the Mayan culture. That is something you see very often here in this area, right? Yes. The, the Christian cross and then it's like decorated, something uh, uh, textile over it was many times very uh, colorful. But um, so when you see that cross covered with something, it is actually the, the, the Mayan version, right? The Mayan version of the Day of the Dead person. I see. And what else? Yeah, what's the difference? Uh, what did you, you, you were mentioning that it's the first time, uh, the first year that you experienced Day of the Dead, the Dia de los Muertos here in Playa Carmen. Uh, compared to, to your hometown, are there any differences? What did you experience? And uh, yeah, what are the, the big differences to the Central Mexican Day of the Dead festivities? Well, something that I've seen in common is that they do start to celebrate a little bit early since like, let's say, 25-ish, 28th yeah. to the 2nd of November. How did you experience that? That mm. they already start early with that? Where and how did you see that? Well, in, in my... Um, how do you say? Experience? Or no, place? Where yeah. I well, in, in Michoacán, it's celebrated... Well, you get to see the flowers and smells and foods before yeah. and they start to celebrate, for example, the 28th, they start putting a white candle and then to to start like calling the dead, to start yeah. receiving it. And well, then the where second, would you see, where would they place the white candle? What are we talking about? On the street, in the in the car? Where, where are they putting the white candle? In the, where are you going to put the, the altar? So ah, okay, you in your start, home. Yeah, in your home. I see. And you start putting the altar, but not completely. Yeah. So if you start putting a white candle, then uh, another white candle, and then a glass of water, because they believe that they come very thirsty from this whole journey, and yeah. then a loaf of bread, and then they start putting it. For example, um, there's two types of altars. The seventh layer? Uh, very, uh, sorry, uh -huh. very common uh, thing, Day of the Dead, everywhere you see altars. People are building little little altars in their home, but as well in shops. We, we I mean, the only way I, I know Day of the Dead is here in Playa Carmen, and you go into the shops, and uh, as you say, a couple of days before Day of the Dead, they start to, to build up these altars. What is that about? You was, I uh, just wanted to know, let the others know uh, right. where you can find them, but what is that about? That is very so, interesting, I like that. The altars, it's to honor the deceased one, your person. So, for example, as you mentioned in the shops, so if, if your colleague sadly passed away, then you get to put like a small altar to remember the person, especially if it's very recent. Yeah. And, well, that is in like, public places and such but at home you you put a small altar for for your families mm. or for friends or or even at for example at schools some public figure figure that you admire do you put one altar for one person or can they share mm, they can share as well but but for example if you have um i don't want to say a lot of deceased family but well, if you have a lot of family that has passed away, you would put like a main altar for the the most recent yeah. deceased one. And then as well as the others, but it would be like mainly for them because in the altars, you get to put um, the food of your, uh, 
the favorite food of the deceased person. Yeah, you so, were saying there were seven levels of uh, in the altar, <laughs> and you put food on the top level. I have seen many times a picture of the deceased, so you you see uh, to whom it is dedicated, right? Right. And what about those seven levels? And what else are you putting? So there is the the most basic is just three levels. Uh huh. Which is the heavens, the earth, and the underworld. Mm -hmm. And you would have in the in the first level, like the ground level, you would have um, flowers and salt and copal. You would do like a little road, which symbolizes the road and how the the soul would find its way to the altar. And then the second uh, level, you would find the food or toys or cigars or drinks that the person Things likes. the deceased uh, enjoyed while he was amongst, uh, among us. Yeah, and on the top level, you would find uh, more, more flowers and salt, yeah. a glass of water, maybe a, a picture of the, um, of the saint, of yeah. their devotion. Uh -huh. That symbolizes that this saint is giving permission to the soul to leave the underworld. Okay. And at the top you would have like a arch of flowers. Yeah. Which symbolizes uh, the crossing of the soul from the underworld to this part. Like the entrance or the, the yeah, the, the, the portal. Okay, um, yeah, talking about the things uh, putting like a uh, placing of food or, or uh, it, it's funny, you, you see uh, cigarettes, you see uh, booze, like literally uh, Jack Daniels or tequila. hard stuff, yeah, the, uh, tequila, uh, very funny to, to, to watch this, sweet bread uh, is very common, I have seen fruits, uh, mandarins or certain certain type of fruits, uh, that's, that's funny. Kid, you put their favorite toys, the toys, cards. And um, you were mentioning flowers. What are the typical flowers? We were doing a, a video the other day about Day of the Dead, and as well, I, I had to buy some flowers for for Tonio, uh, my son's. Uh, uh, yeah, the school was asking for it because they were had a, having an event uh, related to the Day of the Dead, so I was buying flowers. What's that about? So the typical three um, flowers are Sempasuchil, which is a yellow flower. Uh-huh. It's marigold. In yes. Yeah. And well, it's a very, very characteristic smell. I would say that. It does, yeah. You smell it and you smell the day of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> and this... Mixed with copal, the, yeah. <laughs> uh, the incense there. Is the copal thing uh, uh, a thing for here, this area, or are they using it, uh, would they use it in central Mexico as well, uh, in Michoacan, for example? They, they do use it, but I believe it's more here because of the mosquitoes and it, it's It's very common. I mean, you, you smell it not only during the day of the dead here. Mm -hmm. Copal, uh, I think because the mines are using it as well in their rituals and their ceremonies, I think that's why it is around here. But yeah, it's, it has a very uh, uh, special smell, uh, uh, same as the Sempasuchil uh, <laughs> And it's used to purify, so if yeah. you smell that, it means like purification of the space or, or somebody yeah, as well as mosquito repellent. So the the smell of the marigold uh, flower. Uh, what else is, is typical for that flower? Why why are they using this flower? Well, the the color yellow and then the smell, and as well there is this other 
flower, it's like it's not red, it's like purplish yeah. red. It's called lion's paw. Yeah. And that is another typical color and smell as well for the day of the dead to guide the souls. And also salt, which is again to purify and uh-huh. Yeah, you were mentioning the salt uh, two or three times on the altar. That's for purification purposes. Uh, and a little white flower, which is called um, cloud. It just symbolizes, again, uh, purity. I see. And uh, then, they, uh, so with the altar and with the light, white candle and the flowers, I understood they are guiding the souls to them, right? From the underworld, that's the, that's the idea. Yes. So, uh, and what else is, I mean, the idea that people are inviting the, the souls over to their place? The family is not allowed to, like you put the, you set the food the day before the first or second. Of November, and, yeah. Yeah, and you, like you leave it fresh for the souls to come and, and feed from the essence of the food so nobody's allowed to touch any of the drinks or or toys or food yeah and then so you wait and you spend your time with there like in the altar or at the grave with yeah your, with your deceased person and then um while celebrating just like being there the presence and all the family and then afterwards in the morning you get to eat the food as well Okay. After like 12. 12. Okay. So, so the idea is to share food with, with the disease. The idea is to invite them. The idea is that they are around, even though you can't see them, but they are there. Yeah, it's like being with them again. But yeah. Well, we, we met the other day on the cemetery of Plata Carmen, and uh, there were three or four guys hanging out it was looking like that literally on the grave mm -hmm. and uh, they were having food they were drinking and they were chit-chatting there yes. and uh, the, the the grave of their friend or family was family uh, they decorated it with uh, candles and uh, uh, flowers as well um, in English it's called pap well papel picado in Spanish yeah the crepe paper I think yeah yeah which is like um, decoration decoration as well colors um they also bring mariachi and bandas. yeah that was crazy i mean crazy for me uh, on a on a cemetery on a graveyard uh listening to the band to the mariachis yeah there. they sing like happy birthday um they're the deceased person's favorite song like it's a it's really a really nice celebration yeah so that day is dedicated to the dead, obviously, but uh, it's dedicated to, to one of your beloved deceased uh, uh, family members many times or uh, close friends. Um, you were working on a, on a, on a video. Uh, we, we are going to, to uh, are you going to upload it on our YouTube channel? Which one is it? Uh, the blog 19. Vlog 19. Vlog 19, KTV 19. Um, if you're listening to it, look it up. I, there, you're going to see a lot of uh, Katrinas as well, and the people uh, painting their faces. What is what is that about? Why are people doing that? And why are they actually uh, wearing like costumes? People tend to, to, to mix or mingle Halloween activities with Day of the Dead, or they think it's the same. Right. 
it's actually it's, not. It's not. What is that about? Well, it has nothing to do like Halloween with the Day of the Dead. Like we do tend to dress Halloween, up. Sorry, sorry. Halloween is the 30th of October, the last day of October, right? Yeah. And 31st. 31st of yes. October in the like states and, and that place. And Day but, of the Dead? But in Day of the Dead, like the day which is celebrated is November 1st and 2nd. But as I said before, um, they start celebrating, well, not celebrating, but like preparing before. Yeah. Days before, so it tends to get mixed in there. And especially here in Mexico that that we dressed up as Katrinas or Katrines, if yeah. you're a guy. Um, what is Katrina for, for the people who are not um, familiar with it? What is a Katrina? Katrina is um, like a skeleton dressed uh -huh. up as a fancy lady. So it has, so she has a, a very pompous dress and a hat with feathers and like sophisticated lady, but just a skeleton. Very fancy, but dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And well, here's a tradition because we don't tend to be like death and everything. We don't. We're not afraid of it or or sad about it. Yeah. It's supposed to be a celebration and and well, dressing up as a Katrina means like making fun of the dead. Like you're not afraid of it. Like yeah. you sort of embrace it and you receive it in a very fun way. I also read, which I like, um, the people are uh, uh, dressing up like dead people in order to give the chance to the dead people walking among them and not feeling different. Right. So they feel comfortable walking around like with their own, on their own. No? So I, I really like that idea. Uh, the people which are still alive are dressing like dead people, so the dead people feel more welcome or more, well, yeah, welcome, uh, so they don't stick out. Yeah. That's, that's very fun. Okay, um, so the mixture between uh, Halloween and the Day of the Dead, that's pure coincidence? Yeah. Okay, and now I, I see it with my boys, Antonio uh, and Emilio, they they like the fact because they can ask for candy uh, and pretend it's Day of the Dead. <laughs> and if they're saying, no, on Day of the Dead you're not asking for candy. Yeah, but it's Halloween. Uh, <laughs> um, but are, are people getting offended by that? Uh, Mexicans when, when, I don't know, their kids are asking for, for candy because it's Halloween. Is, is there a, a, a tricky topic to talk about? I mean, Halloween is completely different. Uh, intention or a completely different story mm, well i probably it's um the other way around like um american people trying to dress up for halloween as a katrina like yeah using the mexican culture as a costume for halloween that has nothing to do with it. yeah I mean, i mean i don't get offended by it like, they can do whatever, but yeah, sure. it, it needs to be separated that the Katrinas and the Day of the Dead is, is actually part of the Mexican culture and it's not just like, let's dress up as something else. Yeah. Just ask for a candy. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> okay, anything else you would like to... What would, yeah, let's talk about travel tips, since it's a travel tips podcast. Uh, what are your travel tips? for someone who's coming uh, to Mexico uh, 
in general, but as well to this area. Uh, what are the, the do's? What should you do during these days? What is a, a bucket list item to be here around? What should you do uh, to see? Or where would you go? What, should, what is your recommendation? Well, for example, next year in my bucket list, I want to visit the Escaret Park, which yeah. is a life and death festival. But that is, I mean, it's very big, but at the same time, it's very commercial. So it's it's very big. It's very commercial. It, um, on the one hand, we as the locals know it's there, and many times, and I, I think this year they did a very good effort uh, to decentralize the, the activities or festivities because many times the only recommendation you could give is the uh, the Eskaret uh, uh, festi festival. festival which is Eskaret who doesn't know it it's it's a big park it's like a theme park so it is you pay entrance uh, it is very well done and don't get me wrong uh, but it's it's getting crowded because it's so well done and it used to be the only activity uh, sophisticated activity you could do during these days go there do uh, next year you go there uh, make sure you make a video um, but uh, you, you're supposed to have that experience I have been there last year we enjoyed it uh, but it's for me it was like okay I don't have to go there again yeah like and what I'm trying to say as well with um, they're making now more efforts to decentralize it uh, there are more activities now in the city as well and you you made a vlog uh, I really enjoyed that video where, where you are showing up as Katrina uh, that was for the Desfile, for the Katrina Parade so there was a quick video you made there uh, really nice one once again YouTube channel uh, look it up um, that was uh, an activity I really uh, recommend people to, to look at the parade. What else? Um, well, that's Cartes Parade, and then here, like in Central Playa, we have we have um, the Katrina Parade, um, which is you dress up as Katrina, you get your your face painted with skull and everything, and and you parade the whole Quinta, and then there's also um, theaters and plays that you could attend, like concerts. Well, the Quinta is the 5th Avenue where all the shops and bars and restaurants are and, uh, well, they all have obviously theme nights where you really can just pop in uh, dressed up like that. And, well, and then coming close to November 1st and 2nd, there's... Actually, this year it was a, the first festival of Chihuahua in the... Um, City Cemetery. Yeah. So probably next year there's going to be another festival. What is the festival of Chivalva? Chivalva. No. What is Chivalva? Chivalva means underworld. So. Exactly. But first there was the like I said the efforts to decentralize. Yeah, offering more festivities for the tourists, not only related to the theme park. And Chivalva is the mine underworld, and that is what uh, they did that to respect the mine heritage, the mine uh, living. If many people think mine are distinguished, that's not the that's not the case. We are living among them, and they uh, yeah, I really enjoy that as well. Uh, to embrace the culture that they do that here. So that was the first, that's where we met at the cemetery. Yes. Uh, first festival of Chihuahua, they had, um, they had actually painters painting the walls of the cemetery. That was really yes. nice, that Typical was really cool. Graffiti. Do you have it in the video? Yeah. 
cloth. Uh, I was uh, looking forward to, to that. Uh, what else? Um, well, like presentations, dancing. Um, they do like a little tour around the cemetery. Um, singing. There was a lot uh, going on this year, uh, as well at the municipal palace downtown. There were some festivities, so there is definitely uh, a lot to see uh, going on. You have been to Chichen Itza, the first of November. If I'm, was it the first or the second? First. First of November, Day of the Dead. Uh, you have been to Valladolid, the colonial town. Did you see anything there? I was. I didn't ask you yesterday when we were doing the the podcast about uh, that day. Uh, anything special? You you came along uh, across uh, during that day? No, actually. No? Yeah. That's funny. I was expecting you to come back with your eyes bright and sparkling, and we were seeing a huge parade in Valladolid. No, nothing. Okay. <laughs> What a pity, because. Let me tell you, uh, um, we have guests asking us uh, what can we do, we, we want to see the tradition, we want to see the colorful Mexico, obviously everybody since I got to know it from, from the James Bond movie which started in Mexico City at the day of the right. day, that was actually the, uh, a similar uh, uh, parade of the Catrina, right, yeah, in Mexico City, huge one, I only know it thanks to the James Bond movie, mm -hmm. I'm a huge James Bond fan, but uh, uh, that was a big one, but I think since then people have a certain uh, expectation of their day. So they actually reach out asking us, we want to go uh, on a tour with you and we want you to show us the typical uh, Day of the Dead tradition. And I'm like, okay, let's go to Eshkaret in the last years. But um, now I have a bit more to show. But I was expecting you to see something at least in, in Valladolid, but nothing? No. That's a pity. I mean, I saw... You were to the main plaza. Yeah, and I just saw like some Katrinas, yeah. like sculptures, but nothing... Wow. <laughs> What a pity. Oh, we have to talk to the mayor to, to uh, invite the lead. But there's also another tour that they offer to the typical Merida and yeah. places like that more in, in the Yucatan state where they since it's more like Mayan culture, a little bit more, mm -hmm. and you get to go to the Anal Pichon. Anal Pichon? Where? In Merida. Oh, okay, didn't know that. Yeah, there's like a little town. Well, Merida is uh, the, the biggest city in, in the entire Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, much more metropolitan than, than <laughs> compared to Merida, our village of Playa de Carmen. Obviously, they have a, a lot more activities around there. That would be nice to maybe uh, spend uh, the days around the uh, los Muertos in, in Merida as well. Uh, I will do that next year when you are in Escaret. <laughs> okay, Cassandra, anything else? Um, well, it, it's actually my favorite um, Mexican tradition. Yeah, I, I kind of feared that you were uh, you you were working. Uh, me up the, the week before. What are we doing about the uh, Day of the Dead? And uh, I really liked you smiling all the time when you were editing the, the video and everything. I liked the video a lot, uh, what you did with uh, getting your face uh, painted as the Katrina. I, I could tell you enjoyed that. It's a very, also a very emotional tradition as yeah. well because you get to see 
I mean, if you go to the city cemetery, you get to see all the families. Obviously. In, on their graves and everything. Yeah. But you don't see them sad or crying. Was, yeah, not that they are not, but they're celebrating the good You don't stuff. see them crying or, or like, like being desperate or sad. It is, I mean, nobody is laughing hard there, but it is definitely nothing not a depressing setting. Yeah. Uh, the mariachis, uh, people were drinking, people were eating, people were chit-chatting. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was really nice. Uh, that was a nice experience. Yeah. It was the first time that I, and I have to admit, living seven years here in Tyler Carmen now, it was the first time I went to that cemetery. Every time I'm passing by with a car, I mean, on the highway, I see it, I'm like, I have to go there, I have to go there. <laughs> and this time, uh, we made it. Uh, thanks to you, I think, as well. <laughs> Okay, shall we wrap it up or do you have anything else you, you would like to share for the travelers, for the travel tipsters, for the travel podcast tipsters? Well, it's a beautiful celebration, so be sure to take a lot of pictures and everything, but always super respectful of yeah. the peoples because, I mean, it's a, it's a tradition, but it's very familiar, although it's... It's, you can see it in the in the whole city and everything, but yeah. it's very familiar. So you should ask for permission. Always take, ask for yes. permission. You did not record anything that day in the on the cemetery, right? A little bit because yeah. I I asked, but but if not, when we met we, uh, when we were together, I didn't see you at all, and usually with your camera out. But um, I I hear you. Uh, if you do that. Uh, Treat, treat the people with respect, obviously, uh, ask them. Yeah, uh, definitely, if, if you speak a little bit of Spanish, try to to chat with those people as, as we did as well. As because, a matter of respect, yeah. Because then, well, me being shy, I thought that they were going to be like all reserved and everything. But if oh, you go... the case at all. Yeah, no. if you go and ask like, who, who are you here for? They, they tell you, no, this is my mother. And she was like this and that. And they tell yeah. you all stories about it so it's it's you, like you help them remember and their their memory of their mother so yeah if cool. you if you want to get involved do because it's fun but always respectful and everything yeah and if you don't speak spanish just to to, to ask for a picture or show the camera and uh, somehow you can always make it happen and if people don't like it they will let you know as well <laughs> okay we are most likely already 30 minutes in again it's uh, always fun having a podcast with you <laughs> time flies I'm hoping um, you enjoyed what Cassandra was, was telling you about the day of the dead Dia de los Muertos if you are listening to that it's probably now one year ago that we recorded that <laughs> it's the 6th of November uh, we decided to since you're uploading today the vlog right the KTV 19 next year it will be KTV 320 or something like that <laughs> well subscribe to the channel subscribe to the to the podcast if you like what we are doing uh, give it a thumb up a like a bubble a star a heart or whatever makes that thing float in the internet I am out of here. Thank you for listening. If you are still listening, well, you know what you are. You are awesome. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank you for joining. Bye-bye. Talk to you tomorrow.